0: Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over two million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com/wondersuite. That's bluehost.com/wondersuite. I'm Laura Yunkin of the Brave Millennial.
1: This is Lars Helgeson, CEO of Greenrope and author of CRM for Dummies.
0: I'm Allison
2: Bloom-Festock, the founder and CEO of Know
1: Your Crew. This is Brad Van Dam, president and CEO of Marge Confectionary.
0: And you're listening to High Level Wisdom for New Generation Theater.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 21. We're here. You've made it to the next two days. I know you guys have been excited as much as I've been uh, in, in, in doing this interview with Allison, uh, who is the CEO of know your crew app now listen this is a very cool app it gamifies talent engagement to its core and so this is part two of our interview again this is bonus material i promise you in the very beginning of the start of this podcast that we would bring you resources to help you build that talent engagement other areas that are very important for you building the younger base inside of your company and so allison has built the know your crew app this is part two, so I want you to sit back, listen to our show. If you did not get an opportunity to listen to episode 20, which is the first part of our interview, go back and listen before this one because I want to make sure everything makes sense to you. But sit back, relax, take a listen to the second part of my interview with Allison as she talks further about not only just knowing you know your crew, but she talks more about talent engagement as we discuss everything baby boomer and millennial related. Take a listen. You made me think about something just as you were saying that. So it, when we talk about younger companies, of course, that's a little easier. So it's, it's a younger company coming up in the digital you know, world, right? So they can shift and pivot as, as, as necessary. But as you think about companies who are older, when you start talking about companies, that has been around 50, 60, 70, a hundred years, right? Some of these larger organizations. Um, why do you think it's so difficult for them to get better at talent engagement?
2: Well, I think, I mean, there's, you know, every every organization is is different, and I think it's, you know, it's a bit hard to generalize, um, you know, why you know older companies or, or more traditional companies have trouble um, broadly with engagement. I mean, a few hypotheses might be just a, a slowness to embrace some of these some of these trends, whether it's that that workplace flexibility or that you know level of openness, that sort of integration of of your personal life of your work life, um, whether it's sort of a, a hesitancy to to really be kind of informal in a way that I think is, is what millennials kind of seek and expect. Um, you know, I think just in general, if you look at you know human behavior changing, it, it's hard for people to, to change in their ways, and so um, older companies have to have to really shift their their culture from. You know the top down to, to create an environment that's engaging for people and and that can be a, a shift on the personal level as well as on the organizational level and that that always takes time and and certainly self-reflection to to enact change
1: absolutely absolutely and 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 I, i'm i'm always curious and so for all of our listeners uh if you feel you have the answer to why some companies are slow to you know, engage w- with their talent. You know, feel free to let me know because I would love to have that discussion. But I, I think <laughs> about I I I bring this up because with what you've built, um, it can either be a great thing or a scary thing for uh, a lot yeah. of companies, and they always don't know how to handle it. However, um, there is no um, there's no piece of data that people can 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 pull that goes against the fact that the more, you know, most everybody's out here to build a business, to make money at the end of the day, that's what they're here to do. Um, But in order to really see that larger uh, extent of growth uh, at the bottom line, even I would say for a company, um, I would say we're gonna find it in the one to 2% increase uh, or even better of talent engagement i think that that's the one thing that at the end of the day for larger companies you have to kind of consider uh the alternative right if you're not finding ways or looking at ways to leverage technology and in this case an app like know your crew and 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 help me uh help our audience here know your crew is something that Every individual is able to download in like iTunes and Google Play. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. Although to access um, the program and to, to engage with it, you need to um, you know work with us to set up an account.
1: Absolutely. So even from that perspective, you know, I just kind of think about, you know, older companies who tend to struggle with talent engagement. You know, part of the reason why Alice and I I just knew um, after actually hearing your interview on (laughs) Wharton Radio, um, I I thought that this is this is what um, this is a a good way and a good start of a way to if you are owning a company right now and you have not come up with uh, solutions or other ways to be able to uh, increase your talent engagement or even understand your employee base. Um, I would, you know, that's part of the reason why Alice and I reached out to you and I'm so glad we were able to do this interview because I think, yeah, I I think that people, if you're afraid of it, and I guess that's who I really want to talk to right now. If you're afraid of the the technology, if you think all of it is, is just kind of, you know, I guess over generalizations of, you know, negative things that really don't help you. I, 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 I wanted, you know, I wanted to have this interview to give you an opportunity to, you know, if you have to kind of put your foot in the water, know your crew is a good way to start. <laughs> um, but it. part of it is, is because one of the things I, I believe is that everyone's out here looking for the next thing. Like what else, what other product mix can we add to our company? What other portion of services? How do we spend it another way that'll make us more money? And I don't think that's where people are going to make the most of their money. I think it's really gonna come down to how plugged in is your employee base? How well do you know them? How well are you serving them while they serve your your end user? And I think that that's something that um, we don't talk about enough, but I'm always seeking resources like Know Your Crew because I, I think that that's the part that's gonna change the dynamics. Um, I think it was Eek Magazine that, or. Yeah, uh, a LinkedIn, actually, who just released their top 100 companies, best places to work. Mm -hmm. And when you look at kind of the top 10, you know, and then you look at what's written about them, the types of people that work there, why some people, you know, and one of the biggest uh, things that I look at that I would love for you to talk about as well, Allison, is retention uh, rates. And, you know, you look at some of those companies on that list, and I think we'll add a link to that uh, list here uh, in the show notes. But when you look at that list it's it's kind of amazing and then you go and actually look at their retention rates it the part of the reason is because their people are really plugged in they're they're really engaged uh into that company and they're bought in and they buy in and i think part of it is is because there is that technology piece that companies are willing to do and being able to leverage it to be able to engage better to know better their employee base who's ultimately the ones who's spending 80% of the time working on behalf or directly talking to the end user. So how do you see you know your crew being Uh, a a way to help with that retention rate because some some you know some industries you know have high retention uh high high um high rates of just people just walking out the door right it's kind of a revolving door in certain companies how do you see know your crew being a a way to decrease that and really get people plugged into the vision and what the company is about no uh definitely you
2: know great great points, and I think, you know, if there's anything that that I think Know Your Crew does best is to help people um, be motivated to stay at their organization, and, you know, there's a lot of research out there that shows that people don't leave their company, they leave their manager and their team, and, you know, what Know Your Crew is trying to do is form, you know, meaningful and authentic connections between teams and their managers, and you know, if you if you trust your team and you feel like your manager understands your experience, you're far more likely to be engaged and, and not to seek um, not to seek another source of employment. Um, and and I think that you know we, we really do have a big impact on on that team experience and, and that translates ultimately toward uh, you know higher levels of retention. And uh, just just one other note, um, what you were saying at the beginning around you know resistance to technology, um, you know one thing that, that we like to note with you know your crew, and I think it, it kind of speaks to this point is you know we're not trying to replace face-to-face connection. I think you know connecting in person is always the best way to form a relationship but you know with the way the workplace is changing with you know remote workers and geographically distributed teams and Teams that rapidly form and then disband around projects, and all the change that happens with, with new team members joining and then leaving, and potentially moving within the organization. There's, um there isn't always the opportunity for um, the, the, the sort of traditional happy hour type culture to deliver the kind of relationships that people need. So, I think it's a it's a nice way to think about uh, technology. Like you know your crew and and like other types of technology, but they don't need to replace the traditional methods but they can be complements, and they can fill in sort of the gaps where where those gaps exist
1: absolutely and and you know to be honest i, I when I looked at the app and saw what you guys do, I almost see this as a prompt to face to face engagement
2: absolutely I mean, you know absolutely. if I kind
1: of think about you know just you know just a regular work day, if Allison and I are working in the same office. Yes, we walk past each other every day, but we barely talk because we probably work in two different projects or in two different departments on the same floor. But I can almost imagine, you know, Allison and I working in the same department or in the same company. We're working in two different departments, but we're, you know, using the Know Your Crew app. And then I learned something about Allison that creates kind of a common ground connection. And so I might be interested to learn a little more. And so now we go have coffee or we, you know, go set up 30 minutes to learn more. And I, you know, I I always try to think of like real world scenarios, how some of these resources that we provide to our audience work. And those are kind of the things that I think about when, when I thought about know your crew is, I think it's a prompt to engagement between uh, two people as opposed to a detractor. Would you say that's correct? Absolutely. So I, I guess, what are some success stories that you guys have had? Well I guess you know you don't have to necessarily name companies, but you know what's what's maybe a a, a good success story is as, as far as a company that maybe kind of started with you all and and maybe learned some things about themselves while using it that kind of helped them change direction and 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 really uh, build the type of internal model and culture that they wanted that helped them move forward.
2: Definitely. So um, we have some we have we've worked with customers that really span a, a variety of different industries, whether it's financial services, technology, healthcare, um, professional services and, and we've seen we've seen some exciting some exciting results across those industries and just to bring to life an example. So there's a there's an organization that um, it's a professional services organization, and we worked with their sales, their sales group, which is an international sales group, and they had sales teams located across multiple geographies uh, worldwide, and their leader came to us and said, you know, we are struggling with actually a, a recent reorganization, and we have low engagement. We have poor communication across the geographies. We have low engagement within the geographies, and we designed a program for them that um, first focused on building relationships within each geography. So uh, the teams in each geography were engaging with Know Your Crew um, to strengthen their own relationships, and then we designed a program to follow that that, that cross-pollinated, so that it built connections across the different geographical boundaries. Um, so you know, we were really trying to attack two pieces of the problem. And they reported seeing a significant increase in communication across the geographies, specifically around best practice sharing. And they also reported higher levels of community. So each of the, each of the different geographies were, were reporting that their teams felt more engaged, more connected, and and specifically a stronger sense of community.
1: That is awesome. That's those those kind of things. And, and as you know, as you're kind of sharing that story, I just think about I mean, there's so many dynamics to that. There's the the fact that the teams are dispersed. They're all over the world, which means different time zones, which means different you know, dynamics and culture and ways and and, and opportunities to get work done. And here's, you know, this one app that kind of made some sort of synergy and put them in the right direction. I just think those sort of things are just Uh, Really, really important. And so uh, when I kind of think about, um, you know, ways that millennials are uh, impacting companies nowadays, along with the technology that is also being introduced, and I will say introduced fairly quickly, honestly, Um, I'm sure sometimes executives feel like I can't keep up right with with so many different ideas and options uh, (laughs) to do different things. But when you think about the millennial who is um, looking to continue to add value, who says, you know what, actually, I want to continue to rise in this company. I'm bought in. I would like to be a leader. What kind of advice would you give a millennial given this 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 new age of of work and how fast um, things are going and, and and at the pace that you see a lot of work? Just you yourself with all the things that you all see. What kind of advice would you give a millennial who's looking to break into the C suite of their company?
2: So, I mean it it, it may be taking a slightly different tack, but I think, you know, the the advice I would give would really be around humbleness. And, you know, there's there's often a, a feeling that, you know, because and and I would count myself as a millennial, because we, you know, we grew up with technology and we um, you know, perhaps are more cutting edge when it comes to some of these new tools, that doesn't that doesn't replace industry knowledge and experience and, and other forms of expertise that, that existing leadership may have. And so I think just really being humble about, um, obviously, being proud of our strengths and, and pushing our strengths and, and what we can bring uniquely to the table, but also just being humble about, um, you know, perhaps a, what we don't know. Um, I think that that's really key, and I think you know it's a way to really reduce tension when when trying to, to strive for the top. And sort of the corollary that humbleness, and I think this is you know advice not just for millennials but for everyone, is really having empathy for um, the different experiences, the different demographic groups, and. You know, when you bring that kind of empathy, and and that's actually you know one of the principles that that we've used in building know your crew is that if you can see things from your teammate's perspective, you will you will work better together. And really, that perspective-taking exercise fits sits behind empathy, um, which is really about seeing things from from someone else's point of view and being able to step into their shoes. And you know, that's that's absolutely what I would advise anyone who's who's looking to progress in an organization is to really try to push yourself to to have empathy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm sure in your line of work, you deal with a lot of HR execs who come to you. You, you probably get a lot of different ways that people come to you and and are willing to uh, start an engagement in order to go to the next level and and work on their talent engagement. But what kind of advice would you give, uh, whether it's an HR department or a CEO, Um, that is really struggling right now with the engagement of their employees and they feel disconnected and probably everybody else knows everybody's disconnected. What kind of advice would you give that company?
2: So, so a few things first, I would, I would highly recommend doing, um, doing experiments. So what I mean by that is instead of, you know, rolling out a completely new program across an entire organization um, with the hopes that it will, improve engagement, I would I would strongly advise, you know, running pilots or running experiments that test new approaches and that you can actually use to measure the impact of, of new strategies. And so taking that approach allows you to do more innovative things because it's it's a lower risk to test something out with a smaller group. Um, and it also allows you to um, create momentum that's driven through the actual people themselves. So, for example, if if a company wanted to, to test out know your crew, we would often recommend they start with a pilot, and then they can use the enthusiasm of, of the, the actual employee's experience with the tool um, to spread its use across the company. And then it's not something coming from HR. It's actually something coming from the people themselves. And I think that that, that model can be applied with, any range of initiatives, whether it's, you know, new benefits policies or new engagement offerings, um, new wellness offerings, and, and it's a way to also, you know, control the investment and, and make sure it's going to have impact before kind of going all in. Um, so that's, that's one approach. A second piece of advice would just be to, to use a design thinking approach. So um, instead of just kind of coming up with ideas um, in the in the void of or you know separated off in the silo of HR, I would really kind of go sit with the people that that you're you're serving and, and try to actually whether it's interviews or observations, try to really get a, a hands on ground up understanding of what the pain points are. Um, so that's that's really going beyond an engagement survey and actually getting to you know rich face to face conversations or rich um, observations in person. Um, that will allow you to really get to the heart of, of what some of those engagement challenges are, which I think often don't come through in, in massive quantitative
1: surveys. Absolutely. Well, you, you know, I could talk about this all day because there's so many different angles, I but, know. but I, I I know we have to wrap up. But before we wrap up, you know, I would definitely like to, you know, ensure our audience gets an opportunity. So share with everyone how they can get in touch with you. Uh, where can they find more information about Know Your Crew? Um, and you know, what kind of first step should they take if they, if they're interested in, in reaching out?
2: Great. Well, the, the best place to find out more information about Know Your Crew is to go to our website, which is www.knowyourcrew.com. That's K-N-O-W-Y-O-U-R-C-R-E-W.com. Um, and you can learn a lot more about the tool. You can check out a video, you can request a demo, um, also happy to happy to give out our um, information source email, which is info at knowyourcrew.com. Happy to respond to any emails that come through that avenue to, to share more about the the company or myself or uh, give you guys a, a demo of the tool if you're interested.
1: Absolutely. And if you do reach out to her and it's because you heard it through uh, this interview on high level wisdom for new generation leaders, please let her know that. So that way she can track that. This is kind of where uh, you guys heard that information. And I really do hope that, uh, you take the time as someone listening to this podcast, as much as you all know that I'm very grateful for your time and attention. Uh, I hope that you take the time out to really invest in your own company and reach out to Allison, because I think, uh, this sort of thing is the difference maker in, in companies, uh, Uh, for now and in the future so Allison thank you so much for your time today and I really really appreciate you uh, coming on our podcast sharing what you are doing and we look forward to seeing what happens here in the near future
2: thank you so much it was such a pleasure to to have this conversation and a great way to start my Friday and uh, looking forward to, to being in touch with anyone out there who's interested in learning more thank you so much
1: you're welcome have a great day
2: okay great
1: well, that wraps up another episode. We're down to the end of the week. I know, I'm sorry, but this is just the format that we had. This was a fascinating interview. I want to thank Allison. I want to thank her for leading the way, uh, not only just coming out of Wharton as a grad, but also creating something that the entire world should be able to take advantage of know your crew app. This was a fascinating interview. What did you think about it? Feel free to share that information with us. You can go to our website and comments. You can also find us on social media Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Level Wisdom. Type that in, you'll be able to find us there. Also, feel free to send us an email. You can send me an email directly Chris at High Level Feel free, I would love to hear from you, love to gain your feedback. Do us also a favor and go over to iTunes, Google Play, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. That helps with our rankings and allows us to continue to uh, ensure that we are providing you with great content. Well, until I talk to you again, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. The content that we provide and the level of conversation that we have from CEOs and executives around the world is very important. What's also important is this ad right here, because this should be your space. If you have a great product or service that you feel will help companies that we talk to or others around the country, trust me, this is the place where you want to be because we are talking to decision makers every single day. If you want to know how to purchase this ad space, feel free to send us an email at info at highlevelwisdom.com.